You need more hockey news and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez. I have been covering the Golden Knights for about two and a half years now on my other podcast, the Weekly Nightly Podcast. And you probably also know me on Twitter as SumDude88, S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. Give me a follow and give me some feedback and interact with me. It's always fun to interact with fans and stuff. Uh, on this episode today, it's a it's a little bit change of pace. Uh, the Golden Knights have two days off in the playoffs, which is unusual normally. So I want to take this time to talk about the Henderson Silver Knights and the season that just ended for them. They lost to the Bakersfield Condors for the Pacific Division, but it's not all bad. Uh, the season overall was really great for Henderson, and I today I'm just gonna talk about the season that was and a lot of the prospects and the young players that are going to be future golden knights uh if you guys keep listening you 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 will figure out you will learn a little bit more about who are the up and coming golden knights who which golden knights are you going to see in the future and which of these players are close or not close enough yet maybe wait a little few years and what you guys expect from these guys uh, moving forward. I'm going to talk, talk about guys like Logan Thompson, like Jack Dugan, like Lucas Alvinis, Skating Korzak. I'm not going to be talking about guys on Henderson, the veteran HL guys who we already know who they are. For example, like the Ryan Murphys, the the Gage Quinnies, the, the Dylan Sakuras out there. Also, if they played an NHL game already, I will not be including them on this list. Like I said, I'm going to save those guys for a future episode in the offseason. That would be including uh, guys like Cody Glass, who has played in the NHL, and uh, Peyton Krabs, who also has played games in the NHL. So I'm going to sa- be saving for those. Uh, those are going to be a little offseason talks, okay? But first, I want to do some real, a little... Um, cleaning up here there 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 are news that happened on monday before uh the, the same day i'm recording this uh the big one of course is the ryan reeves suspension who was suspended for two games i don't want to dig too deep into this this uh is i already talked a lot about it last episode and how i feel about the the situation that was the ryan reeves i don't i wouldn't even call it a hit but i I, I thought it's too short and I but the, the 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 league pretty much made their decision and it is what it is. Uh, I know a lot of Avs fans are not ha- happy with it, understand, but it's it is what it is. What what can we do, right? They I still think the the league needs to do a better job in controlling these kinds of situations and not set a precedent of really like just bad hits and not getting any consequences. Anyway, uh, there's also another 
uh, news that came out today. Mason uh, Primo, 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 or I'm going to call him Primo. Mason Primo, a Golden Knights draft pick in 2019, uh, was signed his entry-level contract today. Uh, I will talk more about him in 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 his section of this episode. He's one of the guys I highlighted uh, in this episode. So I'll, I'll do that later on the show. But I want to do a quick, quick uh, summary of the Henderson Silver Knights uh, season. Uh, they their first in their inaugural season in Henderson. They are the best team in the Pacific, although they lost to Bakersfield uh, in the playoffs. The Henderson Silver Knights had a 25 13 0 and 1 record in the regular season. Uh, yes, those are four numbers. If you guys don't know, in the AHL, they separate overtime losses and shootout losses. The Henderson Silver Knights did not lose in overtime this whole uh, season, just like their parent club. They have a winning record in all but one team in the Pacific Division, which was the Bakersfield Condors. It was Really a ridiculous um, record. Uh, I mean, it's crazy how good Henderson was against any other team in the in the division except for Bakersfield. Henderson had a two and six record against against Bakersfield, and that's that was ridiculous. Now throughout the season, you got a lot of. Crazy memorable moments, especially in their first season. You got that crazy windmill save from Oscar Dansk. He just, it's not a windmill. When I say windmill, a lot of people probably would think like a glove save with a, with a flourish in the end. No, he, he literally did like a backflip, just make a save. And it, it was it was a very, very, one of those very good saves. It went viral, actually. I, I remember that uh, it was a few months ago. We also that ha- had that crazy Cody Glass goal behind the legs on his first game back in the AHL, and of of course we have the Logan Logan Thompson, who is one of the subjects that I'm going to talk about later on, who had a phenomenal season, and, and a lot of their wins uh, came at the back of him. One of my favorite things in the season too is just the emergence of a lot of these young talents that I am going to talk about in the future. There was one point in the Silver Knight season where they didn't lose two in a row for, I think, the first two months. It, it was crazy. I, I think they had like an eight-game win streak too, and, and, and a lot of the talk of the league was how good they were, especially in, in, the, in their first season. And with, even with how good this team is, they, they started to make some rivalries and, and and it's as a young develop uh, as a young franchise it's it's how he- I, I think it's healthy to have those rivalries and speaking of rivalries like w- obviously they are going to make a a rivalry with the San Jose Barracuda which uh every game the f- except for the, like the first 3 the first two when they're the, both teams were just feeling each other out because a lot of the players in this team uh, used to play for Chicago, uh, for the Chicago Wolves last year. So they didn't really face each other last year. 
uh, or the years prior because the Chicago Wolves was playing in the Central Division who barely played any team in the Pacific Division. So it was it was a um, a filling out moment, uh, especially early in the year. But later on the year, every game against San Jose probably had at least a fight or a uh, or some kerfuffle that's just ridiculous. There was that hit by uh, Mason Primo. No, it wasn't Mason Primo. It was uh, Braden Pahal uh, on on the San Jose player, which was unacceptable. And that's just how uh, it was late in the season and Pahal had a really bad hit. It, it's just that kind of rivalry. Uh, and I remember there was another uh, incident uh, that the San Jose Barracuda went after uh jake decision and it's 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 like i said it's that kind of rivalry and another rivalry that's been brewing is obviously the uh bakersfield condors the it's especially with that jermaine lowen incident uh a few weeks back where jermaine lowen got suspended for four games because of it uh it, it was another unacceptable moment i don't think jermaine lowen will be back in this team next season it's it's just it, it's a good foundation for a young franchise. So I'm gonna get into talking about the individual parts of this team because that's the I think that's the exciting part because uh, I love one of the things I love about following hockey and and sports is prospect development. But before we get into that, let me tell you about Wealthfront first. Uh, stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diverse, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No mutual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preference you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. This episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Let's get started on the main topic in this episode, really, in the meat or the bones of what I want to talk about. 
And I want to start with the big boy, the 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 backbone for the team, Mr. Logan Thompson himself. Kid had an amazing, amazing season. The story for Logan Thompson has been really crazy too. He he is signed as an undrafted free agent after playing in Canadian University and then went to uh, the ECHL. And if you don't know about the Canadian universities, uh, it's really a low comp- uh, competitive uh, circuit. It's it's not a good league. It's not a very compared to the NCAA. It's not that good. And then Logan Thompson then played in the ECHL next uh, the season after, and then the season after that, this off season, the past off season that just happened, the Vegas Golden Knights signed him to a entry level contract. And when he when Logan Thompson got signed, everybody was like, who? And and it was just a footnote in the offseason that was the Vegas Golden Knights. Obviously, the big news during that offseason was Alex Petrangelo, Alex Petrangelo, which rightfully so. He is the big name. But Logan Thompson was just. Meh. But who would have thought he's he became a a the star of this young AHL franchise? Logan Thompson's numbers was ungodly this season. He played 23 games and had a 1.96 goals allowed average and a a 9.43 save percentage. He is going to win Rookie of the Year. He is going to win Goaltender of the Year, and he might even get votes for MVP this season. That's how good he has been. And after watching most of, like, 22 or 23 of these guys, there's only a few games I missed for Henderson. The kid can play. He reminds me a little bit of the way Mark Andre Fleury plays, where he is very uh, chaotic, and and there some of his saves looks desperate, but also at the same time he's very structured and he is um, in 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 position for a lot of his saves. I'm not a goalie expert at all. I, I'm I'm going to be the first person to tell you that, but it's just watching him. Just it, it's a treat. If you guy if not if you haven't seen any of the henderson silver knights games i i would suggest next year go ahead and watch some of them even on tv or going go to uh, the orleans arena just to watch logan thompson he's one is he's a tree he's worth the price of admission hopefully he continues this trajectory of his development and become the best prospect a uh, goalie prospect for the vegas golden knights because I think he already stole Oscar Dansk's job as the number one goalie in, in for the Henderson Silver Knights. Do I think he's going to make make it in the NHL uh, soon? If he was in another team, yes. But with Vegas' goalie situation, when they have two of the best goalies in the league, it's going to be really hard for Logan Thompson to break that that uh, roster. It's it's going to be difficult. Mark Andre Fleury does only have one year left on his contract, so maybe then uh, a lot of people, including me, I think Mark Andre Fleury is going to come back either way after that contract for a cheaper price. I don't know what's going to happen with Logan Thompson, but he's he is a very very good goalie prospect. So I'm um, then now I'm going to move on to the best skater, uh, who was snubbed in the All Rookie Team in the AHL. Uh, Jack Dugan, uh, very, very impressive guy. This is his first year playing in the HL. He was a Hobie Baker finalist when he played 
uh, last year in the NCAA, uh, he lost to Cole Caulfield, which, you know, understand he's Cole Caulfield, uh, the fanfare for him. And he's a very, very good player. But Jack Dugan is a t- tenacious forechecking forward, great playmaker, and has very elite vision. Though when you watch Jack Dugan play, you can tell instantly that how good he is. He his skating, I don't think, is elite, but that's not what makes him a very good player. Uh, he and, and sometimes he gets uh, he he loses his uh, control of his emotions sometimes, so he does get some untimely penalty earlier in the season. The only game he missed, he was actually. Uh, healthy scratched by coach Manny Viveros because of he was talking back to the officials and drew a penalty that cost the silver Knights almost cost the silver Knights a game. I think they still won that game in overtime, but it was, it was a very, uh, it's a, a thing that he needs to work on. I still love the player. And I think he, he did work on that, uh, and late as the season went on, his penalty minutes uh, stopped growing later on. But like I said, he is a playmaker at heart, though. There are moments when Jack Dugan has moments where he should have shot it, but instead he passes it. He does have 10 goals for in the season and 23 assists. He le- He's second in the team in points, only second to Danny O'Regan. And he is, a, uh, like I said, a rookie. He's an older rookie because he did play in the NCAA for uh, the past two years. I expect Jack Dugan to compete for a roster spot in the NHL next season. Is he going to get that spot? Uh, it's going to be really hard because of the depth that the Golden Knights have. Uh, but he does fit the mold of what the McGMs are looking for in when when it's time for a young player to play he is a little bit older he will be 22 next year and that's about time that normally the mac gyms play their their prospects yeah so jack dugan was a seventh a fifth round pick too and which is a steal the next player i want to talk about is also a fellow fifth round pick in the 2017 draft Lucas Alvarez. Lucas Alvarez was the best rookie for the Chicago Wolves last season. Uh, I I raved about him during that time. He was great, great skater, really smooth hands, and really good vision. Also a very very good playmaker. And just like Jack Dugan, there are moments where he should shoot the puck, but instead he passes it for someone else. But that's not always a bad thing. Uh. He does have a decent shot too. He can snipe it from close to the net, but Lucas's Alvin's strength is his skating and his and his agility, his lateral movement, and he, the way he handles the puck. His hands is very, very good. Alvin has had 24 points this season and played 37 games. Although I did just say that I, I was very impressed by his rookie season. I also think that Alvinus development kind of stalled a little bit. I expected him to make a huge leap this year in his sophomore season. Even though he did improve, I thought he he played a better 200-foot game, although he's still also not the best defensively. Overall, he has improved, but he didn't improve as much as I want him to. I wanted him to make that really big step this year, but he didn't. He, he 
he he took a small step, not a big one. Uh, he's also, I feel like, he's gonna compete for a job next. I think he's gonna get an NHL game uh, somewhere, uh, get a look next season. I don't think he's gonna be a permanent NHL player next season, but he is gonna get probably a look, maybe as a depth player next season. Uh, no, the next player I'm gonna talk about is Ben Jones, who I thought improved the most out of all the sophomores that played in this in this uh on this team and that's just because i thought ben jones's rookie season was just bad he was invisible there and i expect after his last year in juniors where he scored over 100 points he he kind of fell flat in his first season in the ahl but this year he improved a lot i thought he is, he's a very good penalty killer. He's a very good 200-foot forward. He his, his ceiling is a bottom six player, though. He's not going to be a star. I don't think Ben Jones is a... His skills is going to show... I could be wrong because, you know, they, like William Carlson was like... Everybody thought he was a bottom six player, but look at him now. But Ben Jones, the way, the way he plays is very reminiscent of... And don't get. I'm just gonna use players from the Golden Knights because that's what you guys are familiar with. Ben Jones reminded me of, and don't don't take this the wrong way, Cody Eakin. He when Cody Eakin was good, not not the the late Vegas Golden Knights and present Cody Eakin. Ben Jones reminds me he's a very good two way forward who who plays defense first. And will excel and get points if he has really good uh, wingers, and 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 he just benefits from the points from those wingers. That what that's what Ben Jones reminds me of. He has 16 points this season on 38 games, and seven seven of those are goals. Ben Jones knows how to, uh, can score goals. The next player is Jonas Ronberg, who is technically a rookie. But he is in the same category as Elvin. Kate came from the same draft as Jack Dugan, Lucas Alvarez, Ben Jones, and Jake LeCision. They're all 2017 draft, draft picks. It's the first ever Golden Knights draft. Uh, same with Cody Glass, Suzuki, and Branson. They're all in the same draft. But the thing about uh, Ronberg, though, the reason why he's still a rookie, because last season he only played one game. He, he had a long-term injury and... It was very disappointing because I was really looking forward to Ronberg after seeing him in the World Juniors the year before, where he was like the only good player in Team Denmark. And and, and this season, you can see that. The, my favorite thing about Ronberg's game is the forecheck. He he plays physical. His his he's really good on the boards and knows even with even with his back turns, he knows where his teammates are, knows where to send the puck. To keep the 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 puck, uh, on the on the offensive zone and keep the cycle going, he's he really excels on that. He still needs a lot uh, of time to be even close to NHL ready, but I I love the improvement, especially this being his first season in the HL. I do love where his trajectory is. His ceiling is probably third or. For mostly fourth line, like a bottom six guy, he does have the skill to score and have really good hands. Uh, in the penalty, penalty kill too, he he's a power killer. 
I, there's so many, most of his goals came from the penalty kill. I think I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there's so many times you just see Ronberg on a breakaway and he's his defensive partner, Jake Lecision is also a, a very well improved player from as a sophomore last season. I actually thought I was going to write off Jake Lecision, especially as a second round pick. I was like, Jake Lecision, uh, it's probably a bust. It, it, move on, it's fine. But this season, he really showed how much he improved. He did have a really slow start on the season, but after when he got a more ice time and and the coaching staff trusted him more, especially in the penalty kill, Jake Lecision has ju- just showed his his capabilities. I don't think he is the most skilled player he does have hands that he can uh move the puck around and he has very good vision but the the thing that what makes decision really frustrating to play because he is what you call a pest he he the way he plays he, i don't know he's probably trash talking or or whatever on the boards but a lot of team a lot of teams gets really pissed off at decision and he draws penalties and he's really good at that He's also, I think, their best penalty killing forward. Uh, him and Ronberg are, are really fun to watch on the penalty kill, even though the Silver Knights overall was is not as good on the penalty kill uh, overall. But when Lecision and Ronberg, they are a power kill couple. They're, they are very, they, just watch out. They're, they're going to go the other way. Uh, and then the next guy I want to talk about, I need to, hurry this up a little bit paul cotter uh one of my favorites uh he's the young he's he's drafted in 2018 the year after all these guys and he's really really fun he he probably has one of the best skills uh skilled position skilled player and a, a very natural shooter too he he can shoot from he can score from a, a few different places and i the way I, my favorite thing on cotter is his skating too he he is a, like a ballerina out there he he um and the way he can move the puck to with the skating he does have still have a lot to improve though he's especially defensively and he needs to grow some a little bit more muscle too he gets he does have the tendency to get out muscled and get moved off the puck uh sometimes especially when he's trying to make his really fancy moves uh speaking of fancy move Pavel Dorofeyev the next subject the the first russian to play it with the with Henderson and boy, oh boy, he he's so he he's just so fun. He he's just so fun. I I don't think he's ready for the NHL yet, but you can tell the skill that he brings to the team. His first goal was a beauty. It, he just dangled through like three defenders and, and, and scored. That was his first goal. I was thinking it was like his second game of the of the season. He's a natural goal scorer. Pavel Dorofeyev knows where to, to where where to find areas where he can be to be in a prime position to score, and then he has the finish to do so. I love the kid. I, I can't wait to see him in in the NHL. It's not going to be next season, but soon. And you you guys will enjoy him. And then now Mason Primu or Primu? Did I even say Primu? Primu? Whatever. The guy who I just saw, oh, talked about earlier, who the Golden Knights signed to his entry-level contract. 
And to be honest with you, I thought that he wasn't going to get the contract. I was surprised that he got the contract. He didn't really impress me. It is his rookie season, his first year in the AHL. He got three points in 10 games. He got demoted to the ECHL and then the ECHL cut him. So it, that's that's how unimpressive I impressed I was with him. But we'll see next year in his development. He has a th- this offseason to, to improve and stuff. He could be the next Ben Jones who took a huge leap forward after a very disappointing rookie season. So the 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 muck managers probably saw something in him that I don't know, right? So uh, I want to keep going. I want to talk about the defensemen next, but I want to tell you guys about bet online first. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in its full swing and you have the NBA and NHL playoffs going so you can track all the action on Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and all your info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. So I want to wrap this up with the defensemen. Uh, there's not a lot of them, so and just, it's just going to be really quick. First guy I want to talk about is Braden Pahal. He, I did talk about him before when he randomly got called up to the NHL. Uh, but a quick summary, Pahal took the, the his team and juniors to win the Memorial Cup. And then later on, he signed an unrestricted free agent uh, contract to with the Silver Knights. I thought Pahal this season has offensive upside, but he hasn't really shown it uh this year he did this is his second season and i exp- i wanted him more improvement from him he de- he did improve in his uh defensive side he he is a pretty good defensive defenseman who in his previous uh seasons uh he showed that has scoring potential i don't think he is close to nhl ready so i don't know why he got called up there i was really shocked i thought he was gonna get a game but to me Pahal really stepped up when Carl Dahlstrom and Jake Bischoff uh, was hurt for most of the season, and Pahal really filled that uh, void in the second second pairing. Zach Hayes is another guy that really stepped up. He started the season with a tryout for the AHL and got an NHL contract out of it, right? He has seven points, two, uh, two goals, and five assists. And he's very, very, it's a very good mobile defenseman. He's quick, he's fast, and he's big. Uh, and he he plays really good defensively. He, he's He impressed me. He's good. I don't think he is going to crack the NHL soon. I don't think any of these defensemen uh, on this list is going to be in the NHL. So maybe, maybe one. Uh, and, and, and that's Kaden Korzak. He is a rookie. He played in the WHL. He only played 11 games because he had to play in the WHL. And as far as I can see uh, so far, when I, what I saw from him, he is de- he's a damn good player. The, the, the coaching staff 
started to trust him even more after, uh, during the, the makeshift playoff that the Pacific Division had. You see him uh, on the power play and on the penalty kill, uh, especially as a 20-year-old. That's, that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Kaden Korzak is known to be... Uh, he reminds me of Braden McNabb, the way he plays. He's very solid defensively. He 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 is very physical, and he he has he has the frame to to gain a little bit more muscle. But unlike uh, Braden McNabb, I can see a little bit more offense in Korzak's future. He has very good vision, and he knows how to keep the puck uh, in the blue line. And I've seen it so many times where he just uh, the the uh, opposing team tries to clear the puck, but Korzak's there to keep it in, in, in the zone. And then the last defenseman that I want to highlight is Leighton Ahak, uh, another rookie, another uh, somewhat impressive. I I don't think he's as good as Korzak was. Uh, Ahak is um, someone who I expect a lot of improvement next season. He he turns the puck over once in a while in his own zone and it was a problem throughout the season uh he does did only play 13 games uh because they wanted to give the players to, uh the, the time to better players i expect a hack to be better next season and he's not close to the nhl but i he does he does show some flashes he's a very good skater and have very uh some some decent vision from the blue line uh so that's it for me today uh that's all the prospects i wanted to highlight there is going to be more in the offseason we talk about prospects uh there's still some some the some of the best prospects in the golden knight system is not on the list i talked about guys like Payne krebs guys like uh ivan morozov guys like uh cormier it, there, there's the, the Golden Knights pipeline is very strong. I don't know if they're going to stay on the team or use them as trade chips to get players, but either way, the Golden Knights are in a good spot. Uh, tune in next episode as I'm going to go back to the NHL playoffs. Uh, I'm going to preview the the game two of the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, and I have Chris from the Locked on Avalanche podcast coming over next episode to talk about the the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. So look forward forward to that. Also, check out the Locked on Avalanche if you want to have that perspective on the Colorado Avalanche and see what they are feeling and all that. Make sure you check out Locked on NHL for all the news around the league, especially when... uh, when they, I want to hear what they talk about the Maple Leafs who uh, blew another 3-1 lead, guys. Um, so go check that out. Check out the Maple Leafs and see what all they're feeling, right? Um, but that's it for me. I still don't know how to end a podcast. And uh, thank you for listening.